you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, I am. I do not know what that song what is. What song is that? I don't know, but I know all of it. must be a commercial i there there was a song in a commercial that was this is like from the 90s i yeah. think and it was okay like sexy. i dare i dare you to start singing it and i challenge you i will be able to finish it really i know yeah i there's but, so much of my brain that is full of commercials well, well tell me it. what comer- it was okay. like kind of sexy okay. maybe it was for like shtick shavers or whatever it was like are you ready yes i'm ready to something 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 Thing. Well, it's a really good thing that I set myself up for immediate failure. <laughs> There's no better way to start a day than feeling so confident in your knowledge and then immediately being proven wrong. Maybe, maybe I was singing the wrong song. Maybe it's a maybe, maybe I don't even read. Maybe this time. What song is that from? That's cabaret. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I don't know. I, don't know. I just had to prove that I know some things. Play okay, how about this? a song on the radio and I can name it within like three, See, not even three seconds. I'm the opposite. My dad's that way. My yeah. dad, any song from the 80s, he will oh, tell yeah. you, you know, the name of it, the artist, like what year it was released. He'll yes. tell you about the music video. Seriously. I Me, love it. It's just Nickelodeon commercials. That's what I can do. Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Really good. Nice. Good job, guys. (laughs) Way to go, everybody. Um, Welcome to our Name That Tune podcast, (laughs) a.k.a. uh, Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Oh, our ice cubes are melting already. They're melting. okay, though. Um, uh, uh, Hey. Hi. Um, I'm super pumped for this drink. I am, too. I No, I want to talk about this drink. I want to know about this drink because I want to drink it. Well, here's the thing. Have you figured out what it is yet? Okay. I was barely paying attention. Okay. Well, here we go. Today's episode is about Charleston, South Carolina. I don't know if that's the right accent. Charleston. Char- Charleston. It's very... Charles- Charleston. Those old South accents are mm. very, like, English. They drop their R's and... Yeah, because it's not, like, Southern, Southern. Like it's not, like, Texas. It's, it's like, Southern... Uh, Oh, I'm going to Charleston, Charleston. Mm-hmm. South Carolina. South Carolina. My older sister and my brother-in-law, my mm-hmm. nieces, live in Charleston. You've heard me discuss Charleston in the past because I had a very, very bad paranormal encounter there. Right. And I talked about it in the rental, the summer house that we rented. The little boy. On the beach. And the little boy that haunted my entire 12-member family that yeah. stayed there. And everyone had an experience except the kids. And, um... And it was really, really terrifying. So uh, last night I texted my older sister, and uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, I was like, where was that house again specifically? And she's like, Isle of Palm. So I'm like, okay. Which Isle of Palm Mm -hmm. is literally what the name Ithamar translates to in the (gasps) Old Testament. I I just got a weird chill. It's freaky. You know what's funny too? Mm. Tamara means uh, palm tree in (gasps) like – is Hebrew? Hebrew? Yeah. yeah. That's like kind of like his name is Hebrew also. Oh, that, Mar. 
Tamara. I'm T A M A R. Because Mar, you would think, would mean sea, but it's not. It's, well, not in the speech. Something about palm trees. I must have a thing for. You've got a type. I such a palm tree type. Oh my God, I can't resist. Um, so uh, anywho, I was wow. like, okay, what, and I was going to ask my sister, like, what's a good, what, like, what's a popular drink, you know, down there? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait a second, a few episodes back, uh, we were talking about putting, you You made sweet tea That's with right. bourbon. That's right, I did. And I mentioned a sweet tea vodka called Firefly Vodka. That's right, and I was like, that sounds horrifying. You're like a sweet tea vodka? Yeah. And I was like, no, it's really good. And it's distilled. This distillery is in Charleston, South Carolina. So naturally, today I got us some Firefly Sweet Tea Vodka and mixed it with some lemonade for an Arnold Palmer. Oh, I remembered my line. You never let me down. Oh my god! A bit that we wrote like three years ago. Yeah, at least brought it back, baby. At least. Um. Yes. So I'm just gonna take a sip because I actually haven't had sweet tea vodka in like a decade, and I don't remember if it's good or not. So well, let's find out. Let's find out. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my gosh! To Charles, 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 and all the palms in my palms. Mm-hmm. That is delicious. <laughs> That's sweet. Are we two for two on drinks? My that God. is really good. It's sweet, but not like it's got. It's that tea sweetness. Yes, yes, and, and it is brewed with like, real tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I love this. this. Is a problem. I love this. I'm telling you. I think I once drank it just over ice and like I saw some recipes where like you put a little mint syrup in it. I was just about to say mint. it's got like that leafy taste. Mint yes. would be so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. I'm going to be putting oh, vodka no. and tea from now on. <laughs> Watch out everybody. Let me tell you, it's sweet tea vodka works. Mm. Who knew? I'm Who sorry knew? I doubted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, that is delightful. That's um, so good. I'm so glad. This is so good. Uh, I have to tell you, so, yeah, I mentioned I'm, I'm working full time, and so it is a lot of stress. I'm very happy, but it is stress. And, you know, it's getting used to that schedule again and everything. And so I've definitely taken up my old habit of not sleeping well. Ah, welcome to yes. my world of <laughs> 36 years. You'd think that I'd be so exhausted that I would sleep. But what happens is if I wake up for even half a second, my brain just is like, I'm like, no. And then your cats are like, month away. Okay. That was a good one. I really knocked the shit out of this microphone. It almost knocked over. Just kidding. Everything's fine. That's sweet tea vodka, baby. Um, Yeah. So uh, then that often leads to some real fun dreams, right? So, Are you having work dreams? Like you're at work? Well, let me tell you about the one I had at approximately 4.30 this morning. (laughs) So I had to run a bunch of errands last night. So I knew I was going to be out. So I had planned. I was like, well, since I've been getting up so early for work, I can get up early before this and I'll finish my my research for try. I had already done the other one. I was like, I'll do my Charleston research this morning. That'll be fine. Um, so I set my alarm for six and, uh, <laughs> of course woke up at four thirty in the morning 
and my brain was spinning and I was like, it's okay. Like I wrote everything down. It's not like I'm going to forget anything. I made a packing list as if we haven't done this a hundred thousand times, but it was just like, you know what? I'll just, I, I make a packing list every Saturday like, night. I won't mm-hmm. stress about it. I'll yep. just handle it, you know, just write it down. And I even set a reminder that said, look at the packing list. Look so wow, you know, girl. it was just like, let's just, it's like, take that off the brain plate, put it on some yes. paper or a reminder and it's fine. So the dream that I had last night was that I woke up, I woke up on time, but for some reason you came to pick me up like two hours early. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm not a thousand percent ready. And you were like, it's fine. Let's just go there, get settled. And then you can do your research there. And I was like, okay, that's fine. As long as you're, you know, and you were like, yes. And then as we were going, it was like, well, but crap, we have to stop at the Starbucks because we need some ice for the drink. So we stopped to get Starbucks and then there was a huge line and there was something about there were these crazy powdered donuts that we Mm. had to get. And then like, it was that thing of where I was like, well, now I'm running out of time. I'm not gonna be able to do my research. Research. Oh, like no. I need to do this. I need to do my research. Like I'm mad at myself for <laughs> making all those stops when well, you didn't have the time. It was like it, and it was that thing of as the dream's going on, I'm like, oh, that's right. This was the plan the whole time, and I fucked this up. You know, it's right, like I right. had forgotten that this was the plan. So then it was like I, I, and then I paid for the donuts, and the donuts were like fifty eight dollars for some reason. And I was like, I mean, I can cover it, but this is weird because like. Sounds about right for Los Angeles. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were insanely good powdered donuts. I actually remember tasting them. But like... Imported straight from from New Orleans. They were beignets. Pure cocaine. uh, Ah, this really woke me up. (laughs) Yeah. So then it was like, I distinctly remember the time, 9.38. And I was like, well, I have to... I like we have to record in 20 minutes so I'm gonna have to really knock out this research and then when I woke up from the dream I was terrified that I was gonna look at the clock and it was gonna be 938 because Amy gets me at 945 so I was so terrified so it wasn't it was 545 and I was like you know what I'll just get up I'll just get up now. When you're that anxious yeah. and your dreams are all anxiety dreams yeah. and weird stress dreams, it's just like, well, fuck, I'm just better yeah. off not sleeping then exactly. because my sleep is stressful. It's so like, I might as well be up and yeah. be accomplishing shit. I've been trying all kinds of things. I got, um, I treated myself to an echo spot, you know, one of those Alexa oh, things. we have one of those, but we don't have it plugged in. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I know it's hearing me. I but I'm everything's fine. hearing us anyway, yeah. so it's like, what's the difference? My, my, my party banter about it is, I'm like, you know what? At least they'll give me the most comfortable jail cell for me when they've gotten they've taken over and gotten all of our information. They'll know exactly what I like, you know, like very true, um, very very true. Lots of alcohol. They'll know and- my preferences yeah. when our overlords take over. It's, that's great. So I've been actually, it's been nice because normally if I wake up, I go straight to the iPad that I sleep with uh, <laughs> and just put on like, you know, an ASMR video or something relaxing, like a, like a horoscope video or something. It just like calms me down, even though as I've been working lately, but I recently learned I can tell Alexa to turn on a podcast. Ooh. You can pick. It's so cool. You can pick any podcast in the world pretty much and it will just play the most recent episode. And the great thing about it is that I don't do the thing where I'm on the iPad scrolling and trying to pick a thing and there's no light. So I literally wake up in the middle of the night and I literally go, Alexa, 
play the Sleep With Me podcast. Oh my gosh. And it's like, play most recent episode of Sleep With Me podcast. And then it's on. And you can also, you can set a timer for it too. You can have it like a sleep timer to turn it off at a certain time. But that's Hmm. Sleep With Me podcast, by the way. I mean, promoting other podcasts, but... It is so good. It's different. It's not what – his voice isn't a thing I would normally think of as, like, soothing. Mm -hmm. But his content, he rambles. (laughs) Uh, One relates. Um, (laughs) But he rambles in a really perfect way for my brain. Like, it's just distracting enough to where you start to think about a thing and then you feel your brain starting to drift away. It has put me to sleep in less than 10 or 12 minutes every single time. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if anyone ever uses our rambling to fall asleep to <laughs> my, my squawking uh-huh. laughter. Yeah, my, <laughs> my pokey Tammy voice, as they used to call me in high school. <laughs> my deep, sharp inhales after every laugh. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> She thinks that's funny, but I'm the one that edits it. You know what? That's it. I am teaching you GarageBand, and no. then you'll never laugh on this podcast. No. I, that is... I try to be so conscious of it because I'll be like, <laughs> Yeah, that's why I will not I let you. I can't not inhale after my laughs. That's I why just can't. I don't want you to edit the podcast because I think you'll get self-conscious. I know, and then I won't be me. And you know what? Because then I'll start laughing like this. <laughs> yeah. Instead of real me like <laughs> i think the only thing the only thing that's changed for me is i do tend to point my mouth away if i'm yes and i pick up on your cues yeah. like when we do a big laugh yeah i lean back and i see leaning know. back doesn't do it though oh yeah i do because it it's all directional you gotta do it this you, way no and you don't even you have to do, do that this way. can you can you, yeah can you hear the difference now I can, yes. Okay, now I'm going <laughs> to lean back. Leaning back. Oh, yep, you're, you're absolutely right. You have to lean. Yeah. It's a direct, yes. it's directional yes. microphone. Hey, I'm just here for the drinks and Girl, to talk. And this is I don't get technology. Perfect drink. It's good. I love it. It is good. This sweet tea, this Firefly vodka came out like back when I think I was in my 20s, actually. And um, that sounds like trouble. Oh, it was trouble, especially because like I need to be skinny all the time. Amy back then uh, was thrilled and delighted when they came out with a diet version that was made with stevia. Who, because I need to be skinny all the time, Amy, also wants to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, Well, back then I wasn't that healthy. But I was like, oh, my God, Stevia. It's Mm -hmm. not even Splenda. Oh, my God. (laughs) So natural. Tell me about the amount of sweet tea vodka I fucking (laughs) consumed that summer. It was insane. Oh, my ear is ringing. Or was that the headphone? Nope, my ear is ringing. Great. Okay. Yes. Hello. (laughs) Hold, please. I'm recording a podcast. Oh my, oh my god! I drank so much that year; it was crazy. And then um, now, like other brands make a sweet tea vodka, and my stepdad Keith, it kind of became his like fun addiction. Yeah, <laughs> he was like really into it for a while to the point where my mom was like, "That's enough, Keith." <laughs> uh, sorry, I should have turned my mouth. <laughs> That's enough, Keith. <laughs> uh, she was like. Yeah, got to lay off of it. But he's a golfer and like, so Arnold Palmer's are their thing. So when he discovers Sweet Tea Vodka, yeah. I, was, I probably introduced him to it. But I'm, I'm happy for him. He's fun when he drinks. I mean, he he's fun he's... no matter what. But you know how some people are not fun when uh-huh. they're drinking and you're like, please put that down. Uh-huh. Uh, Keith and I, are, yeah. it's, we have a good time. Um, so any who's. Yeah. Charleston. I think I'm first. You are first. I have a shit ton of research. So I'm, I'm going to go through it a little quickly i think okay but and my sister might actually listen to this podcast it only took 42 episodes but uh because it's based in charleston Mm -hmm. um she might listen so hi dan 
Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. I'm glad you're listening. Um, so, so, I picked in Charleston, South Carolina, the old city jail. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, did a dear, dear, dear. <laughs> Okay. I have well, never heard of the gel. At least I don't have to say that word a bunch more times. <laughs> That's a simple word. The old city jail. There we go. How now? Brown gel. Uh. <laughs> okay. okay. It is a beautiful, gloomy, castle-like structure standing tall in downtown Charleston. Mm. Um, oh, I took my research from a bunch of places, so I chose to cite none of them. Oh, um, I forgot to cite mine too. Well, Perfect. I feel like when I normally, if I take straight from just one place, I'm like, shout out, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eh, yeah. I, you know, see, see my annotated bibliography in the back. Um, okay. While nearby streets boast pastel-colored homes, historical churches, and stunning gardens, there also sits this aging gray building with a dark history that contrasts dramatically to the Holy City's otherwise romantic air. Mm. I guess Charleston is called the Holy City. You know what? I did not know that until doing my research, too, and Mm -hmm. they kept calling it the Holy City, and I'm like, I don't. Are we in fucking Jerusalem? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Is Jerusalem a city? Yeah. 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 Vatican. Jerusalem, yeah. Well, the those Rome. are those are different. Rome, but Rome is a city with the Vatican. Well, Vatican City is inside. What of Rome? It's its own like country. There's a city in a city. Yeah, Vatican City is actually like its own country. In a city. Yeah, it's like inside, and it's in Italy, and it's in. This is too much. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> this is too much for my Catholic brain. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm such a good Catholic. So anyway, Holy City. Okay, great. Uh, great. Uh, constructed in 1802, the building served as the county jail until 1939. Whoa. In its 137-year existence, over 14,000 people died. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought surely you were going to say 14,000 people were imprisoned. No, died. Oh, oh no. Yeah. People are so bad at not dying in the olden days. They really were. Overpopulation of the jail caused particular <laughs> misery and disease, and living conditions weren't fit for any living being. It's no wonder so many spirits allegedly continue to roam about the jail still today, <laughs> upset and unsettled about the horrors they experienced many years ago. Oh. So I this this was very funny because so Charleston's a it's a big city, mm-hmm. but it is a tiny little town because I did so much. Okay, so now I know exactly where this research came from. I did so much research, I kept running into the same people. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Bulldog Tours. Oh, my God. Did yes, you? I, I read so much from uh-huh. Bulldog Tours. Uh-huh. Sean Pike is a guide with them. Okay. Um, I This is from the Bulldog Tours website. And then I ran into him later. And then I watched not just Ghost Hunters, but also Ghost Adventures. Get and out. he fucking showed up on In both. both. Local celebrity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh my god! Yeah, I looked up bulldog tour. Like a lot came mm-hmm. up from bulldog yeah. tours, but it was a woman who oh, I read okay. her interview. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't report on it. So according to Sean Pike, plenty of prisoners were falsely imprisoned at the jail, but William Marcus wasn't one of them. Marcus, aka Crazy Willie. 
I like how you just get to pick We all up. know one. Crazy Willie. Crazy Willie. Came to Charleston from Cincinnati and married a local businessman's nanny, Maggie Stone. Things went sour when Marcus accused his wife of cheating. His jealousy landed Marcus in the slammer after he stabbed Maggie 47 times with an ice pick. Jesus Christmas. And dumped her body in the sea at Folly Beach. 11 miles. Nothing. Go on. <laughs> I love it when this happens. Do do continue. Oh, okay. That's not the last time we'll hear of Folly Beach. Oh, oh. You mean the one 11 miles from downtown Charleston? That's the one, oh, Tammy. Excellent. <laughs> Um, this is our folly that we thought we could get away with separate research. Um, at their house, Marcus waited for the police to arrive, never attempting to cover up the murder. He told them she deserved it. Oh, cool. such a typical man. Marcus was convicted and jailed on the third floor where the, quote, worst of the worst criminals were housed, many of whom were mentally ill. He died at the gallows behind the jail. Ever since, the destructive spirit of William Marcus has haunted that third story room. He's been known to throw things around. And uh, since the jail is the current residence of the American College of the Building Arts, projects have been known to get ruined. Um, If he doesn't like the project, he'll destroy it, (laughs) says Sean. Just same. Throwing shit at it. Just lighting things on fire. Um, Third... Third floor guests often feel cold breezes or experience a racing heart. Uh, Downstairs, the... uh, the spirit of oh another person this guy is known as cedric okay the entertainer yes okay. cedric the entertainer haunts this charleston jail oh my gosh um, <laughs> it's astounding he does it still alive um cedric is a bulldog fucking proofread this <laughs> Bulldog's what I call myself. Crazy Bulldog. Um, <laughs> crazy William. Crazy a Bulldog. Um, okay. An evil guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, was uh, they all? Right. <laughs> uh, was work- he was a German immigrant who was employed as the warden in the 1830s. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was known as Cedric. Um, his services were no longer needed after he was cited five times for abuse of prisoners. Though it was the job of wardens to punish and flog the criminals, mm-hmm. uh, Cedric's sadistic brand of torture crossed the line. A guard's journal claimed that Cedric once dumped burning embers onto someone's quote private parts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that private parts are in quotations. Which ones? <laughs> Which ones? What do you consider private? <laughs> I think they're all quite public. I don't want people seeing my armpits. I'm going to be honest with you. No, and I don't want burning hot embers on my nips. Oh, there you like, go. Well, okay. I mean, it depends on my mood. Yeah, you know, yeah, special occasion. <laughs> anniversaries this episode drops a few days after oh, yeah, my one year anniversary. anniversary yeah yeah i made it we made it one year <laughs> no burning hot embers on my nips yet we're waiting for our five year yeah i mean i think that that is the traditional five-year gift is burning hot embers on your nips yeah 50 yeah. year flogging uh-huh yeah, yeah year six is paper but uh <laughs> great year eight flogs uh-huh. flogs uh he is the most violent spirit we have in that jail says Sean. Uh, Sean. <laughs> Fuck. I love this tea. Seriously. Uh, one former bulldog guide encountered Cedric on the ground floor of the jail once, but once was all he needed. Um, the guide encountered a cold spot, felt someone grab his shoulder, and heard a voice to tell him to get out. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
So then I was, uh, this one particular story of these infamous prisoners came up over and over again. So I wanted to talk about the prisoners just a little bit and then talk about how they haunt the place. Okay. Okay. So this is about John and Lavinia Fisher. Lavinia Fisher, I mean, kind of like how everywhere is like the Black Dahlia drank here last. Ah. Everyone's like, this is America's first female serial killer. Oh, yeah. But so Mm -hmm. some people say this is America's first female serial killer. Okay. You know, you can never tell. Ooh. Okay. Operating in the early 1800s, the Six Mile Wayfarer House, so named because it was six miles outside of Charleston, Mm. developed a local reputation as a popular place for travelers to rest on their way to Charleston. However, the local authorities began to catch a whiff of something untoward. When people noticed a few too many of the patrons in the inn checked in, but never seemed to check out. Ooh, like Hotel California. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) According to the legend, Lavinia greeted travelers at the door and ushered them into a living area where she'd begin to question them about themselves, their lives, and their business. Based on the answers, she and her husband determined which guests had enough valuables to make robbing them worthwhile. For the chosen victims, Lavinia provided them with a cup of tea containing a poison or sleeping agent strong enough to force them to quickly retire to bed. Oh, my God. Are you ready? No. Unfortunately, the Fishers had customized the bed in that room to fall through the floor, dropping its occupant onto a specially crafted spike room lying underneath the house. Is this a game of mousetrap? It's like, what? fucking Sweeney How did they Todd. they that shit? Oh. It's a fucking Sweeney Todd shit right there. <gasps> what the fuck? So, That's a big effort. If anyone fell and was still alive, John would go down there and stab him to death. I mean, just do that to begin with. So that is... Yeah, but this is funnier. Yes. <laughs> So I also did some research that was like, that's probably not true. They probably just poisoned and stabbed them. And I'm like, fuck you. They had a trap door. Yeah, they did. So there are two, because this was a long time ago, you know, there are two different versions of how they got caught. Okay. So the first one is that uh, a local group of vigilantes showed up and was like, hey, stop fucking murdering travelers. It's bad for business. And they were like, fine, everything's fine. And they were like, we don't really trust you. So they left this one guy, David Ross, behind to, like, keep an eye on him. Mm -hmm. So then their local group of, like, robbers and murderers, their own local gang, grabbed this guy, David Ross, and was like, we're going to beat you up. And he's looking around like, oh, God, help me. And then he sees this woman, Lavinia, and he's like, oh, thank God, a woman. Hey, have mercy on me. She choked him and smashed his head through a window and threw him out of the window. (laughs) I'm so then, conflicted because, like, yeah, woman right? power, but yeah. also, girl, no. And so then he survived, like, ran down the street and was like, arrest them. So then they went to jail. So that's oh, story number shit. one. Here's good. Here's story number two, okay. which really relies on the Sweeney Todd aspect to be true. <laughs> this guy, John Peoples, showed up and they're like, hey, so, like, how rich are you? And he's like, I mean, I guess kind of. And she's like, here's some tea. And he's like, thanks. I don't really like, you know what? It's fine. I'm polite. I'll take this tea. Back turned. She, he pours it out. <gasps> so yes. then they're like, you're so tired, right? And he's like, I, I guess. I guess. They're like, you're so tired. You should go to bed. So he goes in his room. He's like, I'm really fucking not tired. So he sits down in a chair to read. And the trap door in the bed opens. And he's like, the fuck? <laughs> And then Lavinia opens the door and is like, let's get you. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, did y'all just try to merge me? 
And she's like, like, no. And then like her husband's like, why did we put a chair in this room? (laughs) We should only have one piece of furniture as an option. Exactly. Noted. Noted. When you get lazy with your murdering, you know. I mean. So either way, they ended up in jail together, right? Where they belonged. So since they were married, they were kept on the upper floors. The third floor. Sound familiar? Crazy Willie. Oh, crazy Willie. Uh, kept in the upper floors in a room together from which they nearly escaped. John, in fact, made it outside of the jail, but Lavinia <laughs> couldn't get out. So John allowed himself to be recaptured. Super nice. What a gentleman. Yeah. In South Carolina at the time, married women... I should say married white women, by the way. Married white women automatically escaped the death penalty. So oh. Lavinia had hoped to escape the gallows by that. White the, privilege, baby. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm. The judge squashed that plan, however, telling her they'd hang her husband first, which would make her a widow and eligible to hang. Nice! <laughs> Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, yeah. John mounted the gallows peacefully enough, but his loyalty to Lavinia broke when he suddenly proclaimed his innocence, then just as suddenly asked for forgiveness for his crimes, and that was it for John. He had been like, so he basically threw under the bus. He was like, it wasn't me, it was her. Oh, my God. And she's like, John, shut up. What a jerk. So, But they still killed him. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. It is said that Lavinia wore her wedding dress to the hanging, hoping that her beauty and the pitifulness of her state would cause some man in the crowd to swoon and marry her at the last moment so that she couldn't be hung. Don't you need, like, a priest and shit to actually get married? Not like back then. You mm. literally, all you had to do was, like, She's mine. Married. She's my property. I mean. It's like, well, I guess we can't kill her now. So then when she realized that wasn't going to happen, her mood soured. Oh, they, had to, they had Poor to thing. drag. I mean, how embarrassing to show up in a wedding dress and no one will marry you. Like, I'm literally giving myself like, to you. you. Guys, I'm so pretty. I won't, I, I super won't murder anymore. Like, unless like, you want me to. Like, <laughs> love some embers on the nips, you know? <laughs> so they had to drag her up to the gallows, kicking and screaming. According to one historian at the time, she stamped in rage and swore with all the vehemence of her amazing vocabulary, calling down damnation. The crowd stood shocked into silence while she cut short one curse with another and ended with a volley of shrieks. She said her last words. Are you ready? If you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me and I'll carry it. Girl was That is pissed. how I want to go out. <laughs> You know what? You know. Fuck y'all. You got any regards for Satan? I'll do it. So. Motherfuckers, I'll meet you down there. I'll save you a seat. So they're the best. She's the best. She's the best. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's still hanging out. Mm. Uh, this Delivering messages. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. First story, a woman named Christiane took a tour of the old jail um, and uh, was taking a bunch of pictures everywhere. And uh, she was taking pictures with, like, uh, no flash and flash and everything. And she was super disappointed because she didn't catch anything. So then later she's uploading stuff onto Facebook, right? Uh, uh, she ups- uploads on Facebook and one of her friends is like, um. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> that photo with no flash, there's, like, a black photo and there's two faces in it. Oh, there's my God. There's a man and a woman. Oh, my God. And she didn't notice. It was just like she just uploaded everything and like wasn't paying attention, you know. Like those things don't pop up until sometimes later. I yeah, right? I yeah. Um, 
passersby frequently see Lavinia in her wedding dress looking out the window onto Magazine Street, which is one of the cross streets. And uh, in there. people have seen a woman in a white wedding dress roaming the third floor. Oh, my God. So I told you there was both a Ghost Adventures and a Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. So Ghost Adventures, I know, I got mad because I always get mad. Ghost Adventures. <laughs> but is it is it an older one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I watched a recap. Oh, That yeah, was how yeah, I could stand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are better. They uh, they went to – they went there and they used the voice box thing. Mm. So here's the thing. I told you that quote. I saw that particular quote many, many places. This episode, they were given a different quote. She said, instead of, if you have a message for hell, I'll gladly take it. Their quote was, if you have a message for the devil, I'll gladly tell him. Okay. So, you know, same meaning, Same-ish. but different. But sure. so here's why I have a problem with it, because they used the, the ghost box, and he was prompting her. He was like, did you have a message? Did you say that you would tell? And um, then you hear, the devil. Like, and it's very clear. Oh. So I'm like... Okay. I'm, okay. I'm like, now I super don't believe it, because... Like, you got the quote wrong. Yeah. Like, and she got the quote wrong, too. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So then I... Typical. Cleansed my Zach. palate with Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Um, This one was insane. This was a later episode. It was the episode right after Grant left the show for a while. Oh. Um, And uh, Amy had just announced that she was having a baby. Aww. Little ghost baby. Very exciting. So they went to this place, and um, it was bonkers so they the stories that they had been told as they were going was that specifically like women are really targeted in this place that they get uh a choking feeling and that they sometimes get like scratched but it's almost always the women and there's a lot of attention around their like necks sometimes bite marks sometimes scratches um shoulders um and uh, there was a woman who worked there who felt someone grab her, like, really hard, like, on her shoulder blade. And then she had bruises in the shape of fingers the next day. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, Eek. you know, there was the usual kind of stuff. But then, and because this never happens on Ghost Hunters, the, there was a camera woman. Um, her name is Hagar. Hagar. She, Hagar. Um, she just started working there. She doesn't believe in ghosts. Oh, perfect. At all. Great, great gig. Um, and she was like, she was like, ow, my fucking finger. And then she's like, there's a weird scratch on here. And they were like, oh, weird. So they like, took a picture and showed there's like a scratch like right between her fingers. Oh and gosh. she was like, that's weird. Anyway, whatever. Then they're going back to work and she's like, my arms and there's just scratch, three scratch marks straight up her arms. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, we're getting you out of here. So they, like, take her out. And she's like, look, I don't believe in this. But that was freaky. I, I need a little break. So she stays out for, like, an hour. And then um, she decides she wants to go back in. And, like, she goes back in. And, like, this shit does not happen on Ghost Hunters. Like, this kind of interaction kind of shit. Mm-hmm. By the time she left... Her body was covered in scratches, like on her neck. Jason had a three on his neck, too. Um, Just like all over her back had like these huge, it looked like somebody had just... That's like violent ghost shit. It was That's super bad. violent. Oh and my then gosh. Ended up like Amy, it was, I couldn't decide if I really liked it or if I was offended that Jason was like, 
I don't know. Like Amy says she wants to work and that. So I'll let her, you know, she can do what she wants, but like, I'm glad I'll be there to protect her, which I was like, that's really fucking sweet. <laughs> and then sure enough, he was like, it's your call. But she was like, yeah, I'm going to leave. <laughs> She's like, I'm done with this place. Yeah. So oh my gosh. It was crazy. Just like all over scratches. And Hagar was like, well, I guess I believe in ghosts now. They were in there being like, you're not allowed to touch me. You're not allowed to touch her. You stay away from her. And Hagar's like, you're not allowed to touch me. Um, and then the ghost just kept doing it over and over again. They love it when people don't believe <sighs> they go for you. So that was crazy to me. Cause like I did, you know, I read some stories and everything. Thing, but seeing those scratches and she was just like and when it happened to Jason he was standing there and you see him kind of like tense a little and he goes my neck feels like it's on fire Jesus and Amy's like really she's he's like yeah and she like goes to look and she's like here here she's like oh it is bright red and there's like three like very distinct scratch marks and so for all of them it was like three oh gosh that's scary. I've never been scratched by a ghost before. Like, because I, I know it's apparently it hurts. Yeah. A lot. Well, it's yeah. like a demon more, like, but mm-hmm. or like a bad ghost. Yeah. Ugh. But man, I think it, I think it's shit, Lavinia. dog. I think she's I think mad. so too. And especially because she like choked a man out and like threw him through a window. Like, and people she feel got, that choking sensation. She got hung too. Oh, so. right. Yeah. Pretty much everyone who stayed on that floor got hung. Yeah. So of course you feel like the tightness on your throat. Oh my gosh. That so, was so scary. Drink all my sweet tea. Oh my God. I, I needed mine very you badly. Need, yeah. You're going to need Ooh. that. That is. Wow. I was so excited. I did like, well, and then I was glad that I, I was kind of glad that I woke up so early because I was like, oh, now I get to watch all of this. And I was like doing my dishes while I was watching And it was like hunters. rainy and gloomy. It and was. Oh my gosh. That's perfect. Yeah. People who listen to this are going to make, it's been raining in LA for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and film it up. Yeah. Record on the same day. Uh, um, thank you so much for picking this topic, by the way, because I was like. Charles, I mean, I was like, yeah, I was like, so much. I wanted to, but I don't know. There was something I was just like, yes, thank you for choosing a thing. I'll figure it out later. And then there was so much. There's so much. We can do several episodes on Charleston. Yeah. And I I have a little up close and personal. I've already told the story of the beach house. I don't remember what episode, but you guys will have to find it. It was it was an early one. An earlier one when I was just pulling from my own catalog of mm-hmm. personal ghost stories. And um it is horrifying, so I'm not going to tell it today, but I do have another one for you. If we um, have time. If we have time, but uh, we'll have time. No, no, no. We'll have time for yours. I was going to say, I have my quickie one. Remember, I texted you the other day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can make this a little, a little extra. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is an extra special episode because maybe my sister is listening. No one in my family listens to this podcast. No one. <laughs> uh, they're like, we hear Amy's voice enough. <laughs> we don't need to hear more. Um, okay. So, my story. That was me throwing my other research because I didn't – it was too many papers on here for me. Yeah. Okay. I was scared. Don't get scared. (laughs) Get scared actually. So, all right. So, yeah. Charleston has an insane history. Uh, I already learned some stuff just from texting my sister when I was like, where did we stay? Was it Folly Beach? And she's like, no, it was Isle of Palm. And then – she was like, oh, but I, but Folly Beach is beautiful. I've stayed there with friends a few times. They have a beach house there. Actually, like, it's super old. Blackbeard the pirate stayed there, apparently. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You slept in Blackbeard's house, like, one of his, like, spots? I was like, you had to have felt something, right? She's like, no, I'm not you. I'm like, but you're a 
a person. Mm-hmm. And when something is that fucking old and obviously haunted, because I feel like just the land is so saturated in Charleston with energy, like – how do you sleep? And I don't know that there is an amount of alcohol or weed or any substance for that matter that could get me to just like shake that off. Yeah. That like a fucking historical pirate was, Mm -hmm. you know, camping out there. Uh, But she doesn't feel, she said it has to be, she said in order for me to know that there's a ghost or anything, it has to be as blatant as it was in the beach house rental when we had that haunted beach house where it was clear as day. There is a literal little boy ghost Mm -hmm. wreaking havoc on us yeah um so she's like unless there's like an actual ghost staring me down i don't feel it Mm -hmm. so i'm like all right i will never go there um yeah so it has a history of bad pirates wars revolutionary and civil slavery hurricanes and so many ghosts it's ghost bingo it's (laughs) (laughs) ghost. I'm sure there's some ancient Indian burial grounds there, too. You know it. Mm-hmm. There's got to be. This place is bonkers. Uh, when I did, we were show- Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to read my intro, okay? Because it's better than what I'm about to spiel. When I stayed there uh, with my family in a rented modern beach house, modern as in maybe late 80s, mm-hmm. but, you know, the decor could use a little update. Contemp. It was. It was very contemporary. Um, we were all shocked to find that it was haunted by an evil spirit um, or in addition to a spirit of a little boy um, who looked like he was from the Civil War era. This surprised me because I knew that land can be haunted and therefore modern construction housing can also have old spirits in it, but the beach can be haunted like i never understood it so i was like it's just sand and water like how much energy can actually absorb into it because the water is constantly ebbing and flowing mm-hmm. and it really shocked me but it turns out it can absorb a lot spirits cannot cross water as i learned through our podcast uh, you probably told me that so if they died at the beach they stay at the beach <laughs> um so here are some haunted ghost stories from the beaches of charleston <gasps> south carolina um, I stayed out of the city, went to the beach because I love palms, <laughs> as it turns out. And Arnold um, Palmers. An, an Arnold Palmers. Oh, my God. I'm going to pull an Amy. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> At least you're not pulling an Amy and burping. So oh. far, I did one burp, but I did it off mic. I turned my head. That might be my first on-podcast sneeze. Bless you. Thank by you. By the way. Um... What what culture is it that believes when you sneeze it's an it's an evil spirit being expelled from your body? Probably white people. <laughs> so if you have a really bad allergy and you just sneeze constantly, it's like yeah. such an evil. Yeah, I like which which I like uh I like the Simpsons quote, uh uh sneezing is your soul trying to get out, saying God bless you, crams it back in. <gasps> yeah. I think it's true. <laughs> I think it's true. Oh, that's why we say God bless you. Yeah. Because your soul came out. Oh yeah. boy, this our, our Arnold Boo. Bo- what? <laughs> I called it an Arnold Booma. <laughs> it's just because we incorporate the word boo into every yeah. single one of our beverages. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, boo for just so. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Bless you. <laughs> uh. So my first beach is Isle of Palms, where I stayed. Um. I like this story because it is about a drunken ghost encounter. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is uh, told in the first person by a user whose name I forgot to write down. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. 
This strange encounter happened on the beach near 21st Avenue. I'm curious to know if anyone else had a similar experience they would like to share. I grew up on the Isle of Palms, several blocks from uh, north of the Front Beach Pier. Last week, I was visiting my folks and decided to walk back from the Windjammer, one of the finest drinking establishments in the Charleston area. (laughs) which I can only imagine is not a fine <laughs> drinking establishment. Um, so there it is. Make of it what you will. It was late, around 1.30 a.m., and let us just say I was one satisfied customer. <laughs> this is so us. This is so us. So the beach was deserted with a slight breeze, about 50 degrees, mostly clear skies. Passing on, In case you Thank needed you. to know, this was in February. <laughs> uh-huh. It was cold. Passing under the pier, I stopped to take a photo of the half moon shining down on the calm ocean waves. A little ways past the pier, I could see the dark shape of someone up ahead of me, uh, strolling towards me. The figure was contrasted by the moonlit white sand and was traveling in my direction about halfway between the shoreline and the sand dunes. I was walking close to the water, so it seemed we would be passing at a comfortable distance because the dunes are more inland, you know, Mm -hmm. so he's at the shore and you got the dunes with all the grass. Um, Just then I began to feel nauseous thinking, "Uh uh-oh, must have had more to drink than I thought. (laughs) Suddenly I felt so bad. I was sure I was going to be sick. I leaned over, but nothing happened. My stomach seemed fine. That was when I noticed a dark. Fi- the dark figure had stopped right there between me and the dunes, about twenty feet away. It was backlit by the distant lights of houses along Palm Boulevard, but I could not make out even an outline of who was standing there. It was a little unsettling. Hunched over with one hand on my knee, I pointed at it and said, "I see you, shadowy figure, standing over there." <laughs> because this person was deaf drunk, right? Uh-huh, yeah. um, and I mean. Only a drunk person would say that. Yeah. Uh, there was no reply, just a dark presence kind of watching me. Without taking my eyes off it, I resumed walking and was relieved that the shadow also resumed moving in the opposite direction. As my head began to clear, it occurred to me how odd the figure was, since the light of the moon to my right should have given me a better view of whoever it was. When I looked back, the figure was nowhere to be found. There was just an eerie silence. Starting to feel a little spooked, I took the first path off the beach. It began to dawn on me that the strange feeling of seasickness had vanished as quickly as the ghostly beachcomber appeared. Uh, oh, it was submitted by a user named Mambo Johnny. Oh, thanks, thanks Mambo, Mambo Johnny. Wow. Uh, so the other beach that we're visiting, I've never been to, but Danielle has been, um, is Folly Beach, which I got super pumped wow. when you mentioned Folly Beach. Uh-huh. Uh, so my sister stayed in a house at Blackbeard, apparently once stayed in. Uh, I wrote, she didn't feel anything. What the fuck? Um, lucky. So in the early 1600s, Europeans, this is a little history, first arrived on the island. They discovered a native tribe known as the, shit, I didn't look up the pronunciation, Bohickets. By the late 1600s, however, this tribe was all but wiped out. And even today, it remains unclear what happened to them. Gee, huh. Interesting. Yep. I could probably write that history. Uh Uh-huh. White men. White people. White people. Killed them. Wiped them out. Yep. White people. Raped. Pillaged. White people. In the 1700s, we then had more white people in the form of buccaneering pirates. Some as legendary as Blackbeard himself Mm -hmm. uh, would hide out along Folly Beach and maraud among the surrounding coves and inlets near Charleston. Did I say that wrong? No. I love that as a verb. I don't – you don't hear it that often. No. You know, I only – the word maraud, if you – are a fan of a tribe called Quest. There's a great album called Midnight Marauders, 
And <laughs> Tammy's like, Tammy's no, like, I'm wait, what? Why? Gi- no, I'm giving you a disgusted look. Oh, why? Why are you disgusted? Because the obvious thing is the Marauder's Map from Harry Potter. Okay, I'm disgusted that you don't know a Tribe Called Quest Midnight Marauders. We are co-disgusted. <laughs> and that too. Yes, that too. I mean, you hear marauding, marauders. I've never heard they maraud. I love that. Me, I mean, it's totally, totally it's, correct. It's possibly that it's not. I didn't no, write it. it. Oh, great. Cool, cool. I, I declare hmm. it correct. Well, Blackbeard would maraud among oh. the surrounding coves and inlets near Charleston, wreaking havoc and commandeering innocent trade vessels. That's not nice, no. Blackbeard, who now knows my sister. Uh, in 18... <laughs> But she don't know him. In 1832. I don't know her. In 1832, one of the most haunting Folly Beach stories of all occurred. A ship known as the Amelia, bound for New Orleans from New York, wreaked, wrecked. I was going to say wreaked havoc. That's not what I wrote. I'm Uh, sure wrecking wreaked havoc. Yeah, you know, it wrecked off the coast of South Carolina near Folly Island. The surviving passengers, 120 of them, were cast ashore on Folly Beach. And rather than being guided towards safety on the mainland, they were quarantined and left to fend for themselves as there were whispers that Chlorella, cholera, that was it. Thank you. Chlorella is a green algae. Cruella is a Deville. We, but this is cholera, Uh a disease that had broken out among the survivors. Twenty of the surviving passengers went on to die of cholera. While so they were right. Yeah, they were right. Okay. When I read this, I was like. Okay, good, right? Like, I mean, sorry, That's guys, but what you do. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of times it wrecks because, like, all the people driving it fucking died. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, plague so, ship, plague ship. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Uh, and uh, so. The people who died from that, I mean, it, oh, I spit on the mic. Uh, it does suck. They survive this this shipwreck and then they still die of, mm-hmm. of their diseases. Um, they are still said to haunt the area to this day. So that sucks. Uh, the most popular tale of paranormal activity on Folly comes from the time of the Civil War. No surprise. <laughs> uh, nearby Morris Island was the site of the famous Fort Wagner battles of 1863. The western side of Folly was thus used as a Union Army field uh, a Union Army field hospital, yep. where many wounded soldiers, including members of the famous 54th Massachusetts Regiment. Oh, those guys! I wow. know, right? Remember those guys? Oh my god, so fun! My favorite was. John. John. I was going to say that yeah, too. John's yeah, John's so great. I know. John Smith. Wow. <laughs> From Pocahontas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. I don't know my history, but I do know that I like this drink. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so, John Smith, 54th, Massachusetts. Uh, they returned from battle uh, badly mutilated and on the fringes of death. And what may be even more gruesome to grasp is how many of those restless souls were buried in unmarked graves while fighting for control of the holy city. Not the Vatican. <laughs> uh, over the years, hurricanes and heavy storms uncovered some of these unmarked graves. And even as late as 1987, the remains of 14 unknown soldiers were uncovered on the western side of the island. Spookiest of all? 12 of the 14 bodies were missing their skulls and other body parts. So they were buried. Oh, no. They were buried, but without the heads. 
So that's creepy. Uh, Today, some residents on the western side of the island have reported hearing voices in their homes and yards and even smelling burning flesh in their kitchens. Ew! Or did you overcook your pot roast? Uh, Our resident, one resident described an experience where it felt like a small child was jumping on her bed in the middle of the night. Oh, that's it. That's all I wrote. Oh, that's all she... Murder, she wrote. Uh, so yeah, so I just I just thought it was super interesting that beaches could be haunted yeah. because I thought surely when we checked into this contemporary beach house yeah. on the beach that nothing would get us. But um, the more research I did, that I I didn't report on it, but like a shit ton of beach houses on the island of Palms or Isle of Palms is are haunted. Wow. There were some crazy ass stories and people just being on the beach and experiencing ghosts. So basically nothing safe. Like you were yeah. just not safe from ghosts. Unless you're my sister who they don't bother her. Lucky. Lucky. Not my younger sister though. They get her too. Um, so I have a little bit of an up ghost in person. It's short. Excited. So, cause I already told the, the big one. Yeah. That was my biggie. That was my most terrifying ghost experience ever. So I have another story though. Um, so I, I went to visit my sister in not the house she's currently living in. I haven't been there yet, but it was the house she lived in prior to that. Okay. Um, they live on the, they live in Charleston, like in a nice little like suburban area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I stayed at, at their house um, with Ithamar, he was doing his one man show out there for a festival. So we stayed there and it was my first time sleeping in her guest bedroom. Previous to that, my mom usually gets the guest bedroom and I sleep somewhere yeah. else, like on the couch or something. Um, so it was my first time sleeping in that room. And, uh, when we got there, there was a problem with the AC, which is weird cause it's central AC. So it's equal in all rooms, but in this one room, for some reason it wasn't working Weird, and it was crazy, crazy hot. So my brother-in-law like had to call like an AC repairman to come and try and fix it. And it just was acting up like a lot. So it, it went from being nice and cool and cold to like really, really hot. And then it would get cold again. No other room in the house had this problem. Weird. Super weird for Central AC. So I didn't think about ghosts. I don't know. I was just having excited to be with my family and I don't know. But duh, temperature, weird shit, and electronic malfunctioning mm-hmm. stuff. Hello. Those ghosts knew I was coming. So that was weird. So that night, our first night there, I had um, my first experience with sleep paralysis. which was horrifying. And I've had it again on Catalina Island. And I'll tell that story another time. It's in my back pocket because it's a scary one. Uh, So that night I I woke up and I was frozen solid. I couldn't move and I was so scared and I didn't know why I was scared. And I heard a voice, which I thought I was dreaming, but I wasn't dreaming. And I heard a voice that said, did I ever tell you the story? Uh -uh. Okay. A voice whispered in my ear and it said, don't look in the corner. (laughs) And I remember asking, she's chugging that sweet tea. (laughs) It's so scary. And I asked why. And I don't know if I said this out loud or if I was thinking it because I had, it was paralysis. So... I remember either thinking why or saying out loud why, and I know I was facing Ithamar, and he was out cold, and so I just – and I said, why? And it replied, Tammy. It answered, <laughs> and it said, because the ghost is over there, and so I was like, 
okay, now I'm awake. Like I came out of the paralysis and yeah. I was able to move and I just stared at Ithamar. I can't believe anyone wake up because I was just staring him down like, oh God, please wake up and be like, just like, I need someone Girl, else to hear this. It's called a poke. <laughs> just do it. Excuse me? Excuse me, sir? It, it, sir? It, uh, could you just like, for a second wake up? Yep. Well, at that point we weren't doing the podcast. We were doing our shows, I think, but like... Ithamar, yeah, because I remember when you guys went out there for that show. Yeah, he's a believer because of my stories, but has never had an encounter himself. So it's tough for him to be like, I mean, just cough real loud and then be like, oh, we're all moving and awake now, and that's fine. Throw a little elbow, yeah, you know, like, oops, sorry, (laughs) it was the ghost in the corner. (laughs) So of course, immediately I had to pee. I was like, no, I have to, no, I have to pee because I'm so nervous, I'm so scared. So, um. I held it. I held it. I held it. I kept myself awake. I was like, just wait till the sun shows up. And I didn't want to check the time because if it was like 3 a.m. or something, which I'm sure it was, Mm -hmm. I would have gotten myself more freaked out. So I just kept myself up the whole night and refused to roll over and look in the corner, which is where the closet was. Um, eventually the sun started to come up and I was feeling a little brave and I did roll over just for my own physical comfort. And, um, I didn't see anything or feel anything, but my fear, I mean, it scared me so badly. And so later on, my mom told me, cause she throws this shit out so casually and never wants to talk details though. She's like, Oh yeah, there's a spirit in there. She calls them the spirit. I was just about to say, did she call the spirit? Cause I know we've talked about this where she's like, there's a spirit. And you're like, what does that mean? She's like, she's like, spirits. You know, like spirits. spirits. They just float around. I'm like, no, mom. You have to be more specific. I think your mom just has dust in her eyes sometimes. I know. I think she has floaters. floaters. Yeah. <laughs> Which I sometimes get. Yeah. And I'm like, is that an orb or is it a floater? Oh, my God. It's always floaters because they have dirty contacts in all the time. I don't wear contacts or no. glasses. And I'm like, could I get some to like not see floaters? <laughs> I just need to know, like, ghost or floater, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, my God. So the next time I came to visit... um, uh, so, oh, so by the way, I tried to talk to Dan about this and she doesn't want to hear it. She, she's, she doesn't want to hear it. She just, she's got to live there. She's got to live there. She's got two kids, mm-hmm. young girls, and she doesn't need that shit. So she's like, nope, don't tell me about it. I was yeah. like, okay, okay. Um, so the next visit I came prepared. I came by myself. I wanted to visit my family and this was a few years ago and I came with crystals. I came with sage. I came mm-hmm. with like prayers. Cause now we had experienced the beach house haunting. So I was fucking ready for this yeah. shit. And I came with like, had to expel a ghost, all that knowledge. And so I, I saged, I did like a prayer to like, say like, you can't be here. You must leave. Da, 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 da. I did it all. Um, I slept not great cause I was still paranoid, but I didn't feel anything. I just was paranoid. Um, but I, I did sleep and the next morning my sister was kind of pissed. She's like, I didn't sleep at all last night because whatever you did in this room sent that thing up to my room. I'm like, where's your room? She's like literally above the guest room. It's like, Oh, once again, she didn't want, I was like, but what, how do you know? What do you, what, how? she's like, spirits, ask mom, Spir- fuck off. It was a spirit. It was a spirit. <laughs> um, so whatever I did, her quote, drove the, drove it straight through the ceiling and into her bedroom. Um, and so now they live in a new house and, um, <laughs> I'm convinced it's haunted even though I've never been there, uh-huh. but it's Charleston. How can it not yeah. be? So she doesn't, she's like, it's not haunted. I asked my mom cause she's been there. I was like, is it haunted? She's like, I don't think so. I'm like, 
If it's not, it will be by the time I get there because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be waiting for me. Uh, so that was my experience in in my sister's house, which oh. doesn't even hold a candle to the to the haunted beach house. No, that's pretty terrifying. That was the worst one ever. But yeah, that was really scary. So I don't know who talked to me that night, but I was like, thanks for the warning, I guess. You know where I was last night? Oh, Bordner's? No, I was up in uh, Burbank that's staring right. at that Lowe's. <laughs> And I wanted to take a picture, but it was raining. Oh my god! I literally Even better. I was at the REI, so I was right across yes. from the Lowe's, and I looked over and I was like, "Fuck you, ghost child yeah. in the bathroom." That—that's the scariest story you've ever told me. Honestly, like, honestly, it's, I don't know why that scares me so badly, but it does. I think about it every now and then. Sometimes, yeah. Once again, when I can't sleep at night, perfect thing to think about, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "I—that was one of the scariest things." Of all the spooky ghost stories we've told, people mention one a lot. Yeah. Because it was fucking scary. It's so unexpected. I think also because that was the episode was the first time we heard something. Yes, And it then was. you were telling Haunted the story. bathrooms. That's right. And we were like not interested. Fuck, no. We wanted to just get out of there. That was so scary. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of scary. Yeah. If uh, Hey, if you've ever had uh, someone haunt you in a bathroom... <laughs> Uh, or haunt you at the beach, uh-huh. or haunt you in a pirate house, or a jail, or anywhere because, as we know, everything's haunted. Everything's haunted. Uh, please email you us, you, everyone, your story. Uh huh. But send it to upghostandpersonal at gmail dot com, and uh, follow us on Instagram at banshees and booze, and Twitter at banshees and mm, booze. Oh, and please rate and review us and subscribe. Subscribe, please. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even tell your Alexa to you play You can. Us. You can tell your smart device. Yeah. Alexa, play please play Banshees and Booze, my favorite podcast in uh-huh. the world. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And uh, stay safe out there. And um, um, Hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, um, uh, choke it out and throw it through oh. a, a booby trap. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yep. And Tammy, uh-huh. if you see a ghost. Wear a wedding to your hanging. <laughs> wedding dress. Damn it. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fuck. Rewind, 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 rewind. I'm the one that edits this. Uh, Tammy. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you see a ghost. Wear a wedding dress to your hanging. Oh, boom. Shaka-laka. <laughs> take two. Take Midnight two. Midnight Marauders. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.